0: Hello, I'm Tamara Gooderham, crochet teacher, blogger and podcaster at craftyescapism.com. This week I am giving you some crochet sock making tips. This is the first in a series of blog posts which is accompanying the Sock Along which starts in two weeks time on Saturday the 29th of September. I'm sharing tips that I learnt while making crochet socks for myself and others and also uh, when I've been teaching uh, crochet sock workshops. Next week we will have a post from Faye um, on her Knit It, Hook It, Craft It blog on yarn choice for your socks. So first off, um, I'd suggest that you start thick. Try making your first crochet socks with a thicker yarn and correspondingly larger hook if, not, if you're not used to crocheting with fingering weight yarn. Lightweight yarn can be fiddly to work with and if you're new to crochet socks and also dealing with um, lightweight yarn and getting your head around some new techniques it might just be too much. Number two, start small. If the idea of a full size sock is putting you off, why not start with a small sock? I designed a small sock for my students um, at the Houston Fibre Fest last year and this pattern is available for free on Ravelry during the crochet along. It won't take as long and you only need a small amount of yarn and you'll learn some of the techniques required and then you can tackle a full size sock with more confidence. Number three, start toe up. In my opinion, it's best to start with a toe-up sock because it's easier to try it on as you go and make changes if you need to. Number four, join a cowl, a crochet long. The absolute best way to make crochet socks for the first time is to join a crochet along, and then you can easily ask questions if you get stuck. If you're shy about asking, it's more than likely that someone else will ask the same question you weren't sure of and you will benefit from lurking around. I made my first pair of socks during a crochet along and we have some very experienced crochet sock makers in Claudia's Ravelry group thread and are setting up a bundle of recommended patterns there too. The chatter has already begun in anticipation so head over to the Socket To Me thread and join in um, the links back in my blog craftyescapism.com number five read your pattern take some time to read the whole sock pattern through thoroughly before you start you need to visualize the anatomy of your sock before you begin When I first started teaching my Open Project classes one of my students started asking me about the sock gusset and I realized I hadn't a clue what it was or where it was Um, I had to very quickly educate myself. Karen Hooley's first pattern in her classic book I Can't Believe I'm Crocheting Socks are color-coded to show cuff leg, gusset, foot and toe. Um, what a revelation and I recreated this sock for my workshops and it is so helpful. Number six, check your gauge. Like crochet socks, hmm. um, like crochet sweaters rather, crochet socks have to fit, especially if you want them to function as socks and wear them under your shoes. Your sock will be worked in the round, usually, so work your gauge swatch in the round too. Um, If you have too many stitches, you'll go up a hook size, too few stitches go down a hook size. Hook that swatch and measure it again. Number seven, measure your foot. The width measurement is more important than the length, since most patterns ask you to repeat until a certain length for foot or leg. Choose a size that is closest to your foot measurement, if in doubt pick the size smaller than your foot not larger. Number eight, stitch markers are your friends. Use stitch markers to mark each side when working toes and short rows and place one at the beginning of your round when working in the round. Move it up each round Sometimes I don't have a stitch marker to hand and I think, oh, I'll just wing it. But no, it's a big mistake. When crocheting in the round, if you mess up, you can count the number of stitches you have in one round if you have a stitch marker in the first stitch. Likewise, if you mess up, you can rip back a single round to the stitch marker and try that around. Try that round again. (laughs) Without a stitch marker, you'll probably have to start from the beginning again, all the way from the beginning. Number nine. Avoid second sock syndrome. Work your socks two at a time. In other words, hook the cuff of sock number one, then the cuff of sock number two, the leg of sock one, then the leg of sock number two. This helps you to avoid second sock syndrome. When you've made one sock, you'll be really excited thinking, hooray, I've made a sock but you might have peaked and then not have the emotional allergy to actually get round to sock number two. Another very real danger is that you're perhaps very relaxed making sock number one and then less relaxed when you make sock number two um, or vice versa. And one of the socks ends up larger than the other. This has happened to me. The tension of your work changes depending on how relaxed or uptight you feel. can wind your sock yarn into two balls, weighing them so they are of equal size or often if I've got a center pull ball I'll use like the inside for sock number one and the outside for sock number two, it's fiddly. I think two balls probably work better. And finally number 10, sacrificial sock. The first pattern you try might not work but Persevere. Try out a number of patterns with different heels, toes, and cuffs to find your personal favourite. Catherine from Car- & Treats, in one of her recent podcasts, said that your first sock is often a sacrificial one, and I'd agree. My first sock didn't stretch at all. I realised single crochet, I'm using US terms, um, was not the best stitch for a crochet sock, and the next time I made a sock, um, I made a better choice. And it's really sort of all part of the fun. Anyway, I hope you find these tips useful and I just can't wait for the sock along to begin. Um, Have fun!